Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, the podcast where we are helping you make Scripture memorization a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And I'm Olivia Tarbell. All right. In our last episode, we spent some time uh, getting to know Olivia as she shared with us just a little bit about her journey and how she got started memorizing Scripture, uh, the impact that's had on her life. If you missed that episode, uh, be sure uh, and and go back and listen to that. I think that'll be an encouragement to you. And uh, in that episode, Olivia kind of talked about this idea of SMART goals, SMART goals that help people memorize Scripture in a systematic way. And so in this episode, we're going to be exploring a little bit more deeply what a SMART goal is and how that can help you in your Scripture memory. So stay tuned. And here as we get started, Randy, would you kick us off with our passage of the day? Sure. Our passage of the day is from Proverbs 21, verse 5. And this has to do with the importance of planning. Verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. But everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. When we think about planning, yes, we recognize the importance of it, but we often associate it with only earthly things. You know, we um, we plan to go on a vacation. Uh, we plan to fill in the blank. But think about planning in terms of spiritual goals. Our spiritual life, the inner man, that's what's lasting. And so we should plan to prosper spiritually. One of the things that God has given us to to grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ are the spiritual disciplines or the means of grace. We know that it's ultimately God who gives the increase, but he uses these means, he uses these avenues to grow us. And one of the things that he uses, one of the means of grace is the Word of God. We ought to plan for success when it comes to the Word of God, and that means planning, strategizing to memorize the Scriptures. That's good. There's so much meat packed into that passage. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. You know, that implies that the diligent are planning. (laughs) And I know so many times when it comes to memorizing Scripture, we just try to wing it and we say, oh, yeah, I'll I'll memorize Scripture. But the first step is to plan, to think specifically about what we're going to memorize, what that's going to look like. And that's really where these, these SMART goals come in. And so, Olivia, why don't you just start off, first of all, by sharing with our listeners what is a SMART goal? Sure, yeah. Um, so a SMART goal, well, it's an acronym. Um, the ministry that I used to work for, we had a lot of acronyms, and SMART goal was one of them. Um, so a SMART goal stands for a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goal. Um, so really, it can be used in the context of any spiritual discipline. Um, the goal is to get in the Word of God and to make that plan to be diligent in that. And so it's a great tool to use in the context of scripture memorization as you are wanting to pursue that goal. And we hear all the time here at SMF people saying, oh my gosh, I I fell off the horse again trying to memorize and I'm, I'm really trying to get back on. And making a plan is the best, like the first best step in that direction is saying like, okay, I'm getting back on and here's 
here's how, like, here's the roadmap for success. Um, yeah. I think it's so helpful to plan in terms of the spiritual disciplines because often they're somewhat intangible, right? When you, when you study the word, when you, when you pray, it's putting a very tangible, attainable goal in what you want to do, like a set marker mm-hmm. of accomplishment. And I find that so helpful. So I thought just to help us all apply this acronym SMART, let's kind of break down each one and talk about how to apply that in the context of scripture memory. So the first one, the letter S you said was a specific goal. Is that right? And so it might seem obvious, but talk a little bit about what it means to be specific in your scripture memorization. Sure. Um, So, I mean, if you're, if you're starting up again with scripture memory and you think, okay, I'm going to start memorizing scripture again. Well, great. Like we're happy that you're doing that, but what are you going to memorize? It kind of goes in tandem with three W's like, what, when you say that you're going to memorize, what are you going to do? Be specific about that. Um, be specific about what from the Bible you're going to memorize. And then I'm going to probably repeat myself a lot because SMART is one acronym and it's supposed to be um, in sync. All the letters are in sync with each other. But what are you going to memorize and when are you going to memorize it? Like both of those are key components of the specific piece. So if I came to you and I was like, I'm going to start memorizing the Bible or I'm going to start memorizing Matthew, you'd say, um, okay, great. Like, well, Matthew has 28 chapters and the Bible is 66 books. So kind of show me where you're going to keep going from there. So specific is diving deeper. And obviously having a specific goal is so crucial as we think about the letter M, which talks about it being measurable. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, I think these two are, are super interconnected because if it is specific, then to some degree it's measurable. Absolutely. Um, and yet if someone says, I want to memorize the whole New Testament, mm-hmm. that's specific and it is measurable, but it's difficult to measure your progress within such a massive mm-hmm. goal. And mm-hmm. so I always encourage people, if you're setting out to memorize something massive like the whole New Testament, break it down, not just into, let's say, book by book, but within the Gospel of Matthew, when do you want to be done with chapter one? Yeah. Because that helps you know what progress you're making. A friend of mine who's very successful in business says, you can't measure what you can't count. Mm -hmm. And I think within the context of scripture memory, we're always kind of wanting to keep our finger on the pulse of this discipline and know, am I being successful? Am I moving forward? And if you can't really measure your progress, then you don't know. So anything else you would add as you think about having measurable scripture memory goals? Yeah, um, kind of a weird analogy, but I think about with baking, um, I have a one-cup measuring cup. And sometimes I have to scoop flour four or five times, depending on the recipe, because it's a large quantity, but I still have to measure it out piece by piece. Um, And so I think, yeah, understanding the incremental component of it is really helpful. And being able to say, like, okay, when I say I can measure this, <laughs> am I measuring something realistic or am I measuring something that's like way outside of my scope right now? So I think too, with being measurable, there's like an element of humility too and knowing what, what in this season would be challenging for me, but isn't going to be a tidal wave that crashes over me and completely overwhelms me to the point that I'm going to throw the towel in because I bit off way more than I could chew. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, and, and I love that point because it's so easy. Let, let's say that you've been to an event where, where scripture was recited. A while back, I heard someone recite a massive chunk of the gospel of Mark. 
you leave an event like that and you're energized or maybe you're tuning into the podcast. We hope that's energizing to you. And you might feel super excited to jump into scripture memorizing in a big way. But if you're making massive goals that are so lofty, they're, they're not even within reach, then you set yourself up for discouragement. It's kind mm-hmm. of like joining a gym. You probably shouldn't think about where you want to be in 12 months. You probably need to think about where you want to be in 12 days or in a month. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of transitions to the next component of these SMART goals, the letter A. Talk a little bit about that and what, what A represents. Yeah, so A is for attainable. So I kind of think I said it in the last podcast too, but if you bit off more than you can chew, in a lot of ways, it's great. Like keep chewing. Um, But yeah, at the same time, think about, is this goal attainable for today? If I'm striving to be faithful to memorize today, which is the day that I'm promised and given, is this a realistic goal in that direction? Can I, can I reach this goal um, based on, where I'm at right now. There there are going to be seasons where people are able to memorize way more than in another season. And I think that you can always give time to the things that matter. But realistically, there will be seasons where a goal is more attainable than another season. Um, maybe you just had a newborn baby, and this is not the time to memorize uh, the book of numbers. But maybe like when you're in the middle of preparing for retirement and you realize you have all this free time coming up, well, that's a great time to start memorizing the Psalms. So understanding the season that you're in will help you navigate in wisdom what is an attainable goal for you in this season. Liv, as we go through these, would you recommend that that someone, a a potential memorizer that's going to use SMART goals, should they do this themselves, walk through each step, or maybe have an accountability partner with them? Uh, that would help them decide each thing. I was thinking about attainable. Mm-hmm. What I think is easily attainable for me, I, maybe my accountability partner might say, eh, why don't you try something more? Or mm-hmm. why don't you try something less? What would you recommend there? Yeah, no. And I think, again, talking about the three W's, when we think about who will hold you accountable, that's where attainability, attainability, did I just invent a word? I think that's you okay. Did it. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. great. Well, if, here we go. If uh, someone is out there who works uh, on the Noah Webster Dictionary, just go ahead and mm-hmm. add that one uh, to the next publication. Yeah, absolutely. Give live thank credit. You. Yes. yes. Thank you. Um, if if you're able, wow, I just got so off track thinking about my word invention. But if you're able to um, like find someone who can keep you accountable and they know you well in that way and can say like, you know, you're kind of letting yourself off like easy here. Why don't you try to do something a little more challenging? Or they say, you also just told me that you're struggling to read the Bible in general right now in this season. Like, why don't you pair that with something else? Having someone who can come alongside you and care for your soul as you strive to memorize God's word and put on your heart is going to be huge and incredibly helpful in that journey. Yeah, that's good. So the next the next uh, component of these uh, SMART goals is the letter R, which is a realistic goal. And, and to me, there is a lot of overlap between a goal that's attainable mm-hmm. and that's realistic. But I guess, um, and you're more familiar with these SMART goals than I am, but I'm thinking an attainable goal is one that's technically possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is it attainable to memorize the book of Romans? Yeah. 
And realistic might be more subjective based on that person's unique situation. Is mm-hmm. that kind of what this is talking about? Realistic based on the person who's setting the goal and what their stage in life is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so even when we think about starting to memorize for the first time, it might be far easier for someone to start working through the Sermon on the Mount um, than to say they're going to memorize all of Matthew. And so really knowing your season is going to be helpful um, yeah, the attainable side of the goal is in large part is as doable, but then realistic is like, okay, in the nitty gritty of my daily life, my daily routine, where I'm at in this season, how, how do I, how questioning first, is this realistic? And then I think too, like thinking about, can I make this realistic? Um, we can always find excuses to make a goal unrealistic, um, but we can also find ways to move our schedule around and sacrifice things to make a goal like this realistic. In a way, are, are you kind of thinking about realistic with as being synonymous with sustainable? Because you want it to be realistic to where this is an ongoing part of their life. This is something that they're integrating. You're not just wearing yourself out in, in one sprint and then you're done for months. So about realistic, are you thinking this is something that I can keep on doing repeatedly? Yeah, I think that's a great way to view realistic. Um, Just thinking through, okay, in the long run, if this is a marathon and not a sprint, am I setting myself up for success in scripture memory by, um, by like cruising through it rather than hitting the gas and then breaking and then hitting the gas and breaking? Randy, I'm thinking that inevitably some of our listeners are saying, okay, let's talk about realistic. I have no bandwidth in my life at all. And so memorizing one verse a week is not realistic because I don't have 10 minutes a day. Push back on that. How would you encourage someone who doesn't think that memorizing scripture is realistic, period? Well, I I would tell them this first of all, that uh, if your schedule is so clogged, is so full that you don't have time for communion with God, then something is wrong in that equation. You need to go back and you need to cut things. I'm just being straight. You need to cut things with your schedule because you're not memorizing simply to memorize. We memorize to meditate on God's Word. Mm -hmm. We meditate in order to have quality communion with the Lord. And if you you don't have time for that, that means it's not a priority. If it's not a priority, you need to go back to the drawing board and see what's going on and, and cut things ruthlessly from your schedule. That's good. And I think, too, I don't know if you all have this on your phones, but my phone has a feature where it will sometimes pop up and say, hey, just so you know, you spent 21 minutes more on your phone this week than you did last week. And you can even pull up a report that breaks down how much time you've used different apps. And I I looked at a survey recently that said the average adult spends two hours plus every day on social media. Now, you probably are saying, that's not me. But statistically, it probably is because we don't realize how much of our time these things suck from us. And what happens is for so many, including me, we end up tithing our time to our phones. Mm. And yet we try to give God the leftovers that fall Mm. from the table of our busy lives. And then we say, well, no, memorizing scripture isn't realistic. And it's not realistic if we're not willing to change anything. And that's what you talked about, Randy. We've got to be willing to do surgery on our schedule and cut out some things. That's painful. But long term, the consequences of not knowing God's word are even more painful. Yeah. And 
And the thing is, we want Him. We want yeah. to be with Him. We want to be in His presence. And, and this is the avenue that He's given us to commune with Him. And uh, why would we? Why would we want these things that are so inferior to that? Uh, the world, you know, it has a siren song, and we're so easily tempted, and we want to follow it, and we get in a trance. If you don't have time to memorize Scripture, if you don't have time to get in the Word, you're in that trance, and you need to wake up mm-hmm. and uh, to pursue what's meaningful and pursue what's best. I would say, too, if your schedule is that busy, you probably just really need to memorize Scripture mm-hmm. because eventually you are going to burn out. I say that with kindness and gentleness and being someone who's been that busy and has burned out. And when you're burnt out and exhausted, the thing that you'll need most is the Word of God, and will you have it ready on your heart? A friend of mine, Pete, is a realtor. His life is always very busy, and he's actually a board member with Scripture Memory Fellowship. And he says, one of the reasons that more men don't memorize Scripture is that in their daily lives, they're just looking for oxygen. And if you're a guy listening to this, you can probably relate. We're just looking for oxygen. He says the problem is the average man does not realize that God's Word is that oxygen. Mm. Amen. And so when we find ourselves feeling overwhelmed by a busy schedule, yeah, that really means that more than ever we need to memorize. It reminds me, I think it was Martin Luther who was so busy, and someone said, um, what's, your, what's your schedule look like? And he says, work, work, work. In fact, I'm so busy that I'll spend the first two hours in prayer. Yeah. Busyness does not erase the need to memorize. It adds to it because doesn't God's Word give us the wisdom we need for living? It's almost like, can you ever drive too fast to really need a seatbelt? No, the faster you're driving, the more you need a seatbelt. And the, and the more you're doing, the busier you are, the more you need God's Word to be in the midst of that. So uh, that was realistic. But why don't we talk about uh, the final component of these SMART goals, that letter T. What does that represent? Yeah, T is for timely. And I think that can kind of mean a couple of things. Primarily, the goal is to have an end date for your goal. Um, so it can be really easy. Um and I'll confess, I, I did this recently where I said, I'm going to memorize this book of the Bible. It was Jude, so don't think I'm like super impressive or anything. Um, but I said, I'm going to memorize Jude. But I needed to have an end date in mind. Otherwise, I could procrastinate and keep working on it until Jesus returned. Um, I needed to be able to like say, I'm going to memorize this and recite it by this day. And I told my husband, okay, keep me accountable. Now, husbands and spouses are not always the best accountability partners because they can let you off the hook. But being able to tell someone, this is what I'm planning to memorize this passage by, um, it's kind of like the nice end cap on your SMART goal. Um, it, it seals it. This this is my timestamp. Um, and, and that might sound legalistic to some people, but think about how many times you've let yourself off the hook um, and maybe have allowed yourself to keep procrastinating on something um, because you you thought you had the time to keep putting something off. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the time to memorize Scripture. And that's the other side of timely is thinking through what would be something timely for me to memorize in this season. As you think about like the specific, the measurable, the attainable, the realistic, like what what is what else is a timely a an in season passage for you to work on? 
Um, that might be working through some kind of topical memory system or going through something on the Gospels, like we have our 14-6 book, um, thinking through what does my soul need in this season, like from God's Word, and, and maybe like what do the people around me need to be encouraged by from God's Word in this season that I can actively work on memorizing to encourage others with. I think it's important, like you said, Liv, to set a goal, and I think it's important to to be timely to set a goal because we don't have much time. Mm-hmm. The brevity of life, you know, life is what but a hand vapor, it says. Mm-hmm. I, I've been privileged in ministry to uh, be present at the passing of, of several people, and it's a very, it's a special moment. It's a very solemn moment when I've been at the deathbed of people. I've never heard anyone say, you know, I just spent way too much time praying or in the Word, or serving God. I never heard anyone say that, but I have heard, oh, well, Pastor, if I could do it over again, I'd pray more. I wish I'd served the Lord earlier in my life. Time is short, and so we should give our time to what's best. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's a memorizer named Andrew Davis who's memorized many books of the Bible, and in his book, which kind of talks about his approach, he says, when Judgment Day comes— we will regret the waste of a single moment not used for the glory of Christ. We will, however, not regret one moment that we spent diligently studying and memorizing God's Word. We'll only wish we had done more of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. How many people on their, de- on their deathbed say, pass me my phone. I want to check Facebook again. Mm-hmm. But it's in those moments that we, that we need to know the words of God. And it's not just in those moments. Mm-hmm. It's in the moments today when we have a conversation with someone who needs to hear the truth. It's in those moments today when a thought creeps in that's not of the Lord. It's in those mm-hmm. times of trial and temptation. And so, yeah, those are the SMART goals uh, that you can uh, deploy in your memorization. Be specific. Have a goal that's measurable, that's attainable, that's realistic, that's timely. And, uh, Olivia, you mentioned it, it may seem legalistic to deploy all of these things, and yet we deploy these things in other areas of life. Mm-hmm. These are a component of our jobs. These are a component of our exercise routines. These are a component of just about every area of life that we take seriously. And if we want to succeed at memorizing Scripture, then, yeah, let's let's be smart about it. So uh, if you are ready now to uh, deploy SMART goals in your memorization, check out the show notes for this episode. We have a link to a downloadable graphic that will help you remember uh, these SMART goal elements, and you can even uh, fill that out as you think about what your SMART goal will be. As always, thank you for joining us for today's episode, and we hope you'll subscribe and join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download VerseLocker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.